Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Now, Welcome, everyone, and Happy New Year as we start another year at Calvary Live. So glad to be with you. My name is Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley, usually with you on Tuesdays and Mondays as well. But this is the first live show of the year, so Happy New Year. Pray that your Christmas and holiday season was uh, a blessing and uh, that the Lord uh, just filled your heart with peace and His love and His grace. So welcome as we start another year at Calvary Live. So glad to be with you once again. You just heard the call-in number that you can call in, you, the listener, and ask a question about the Bible or uh, Christian living or whatever may be on your mind concerning the things of the Lord. And uh, I'd love to answer those questions as we go to God's Word. 303-690-3000. We got open lines, so grab one of those open lines. And this is the show where we get to talk about the things of the Lord and go to the Word of the Lord and even take your prayer requests as we go to the throne of grace, as Hebrews chapter 4 says and tells us that we get to uh, because of His wonderful grace, the throne of grace in time of need. So give me a call. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And then there's another way for you, as most of you know, if uh, that have tuned in before to Calvary Live, and that is through a text message. And you can text message your questions or your prayer requests. That's a different line, 720-336-0897. And as we start another year, it'd be good for you to put those in your contact, um, in your phone, your smartphones. And most of us have smartphones, I believe. Uh, and you can just pull it up, put it in series, and Calvary Live, and there's a call-in number, and there's the text line. So we got all open lines as soon as the phones uh, start to ring, and we will go to the phone lines. But I want to welcome you, all you who are listening live on Grace FM today along the Front Range in Colorado and up into southern Wyoming. Welcome to you on this Tuesday afternoon. The sun is shining. We finally got some snow. But also, I want to start to show out by just praying for those in Boulder County as uh, those of you who are listening also throughout the country, whether you're listening live, uh, online listener on the Grace FM um, mobile app or on the website on your computer, or you're listening live uh, on um, on Radio by Grace all throughout the country, uh, we uh, saw last week, uh, right before New Year's, uh, last Thursday, the terrible fires that swept through Boulder County and burnt nearly a thousand homes down and businesses uh, in Louisville, Superior, Marshall, and a lot of people displaced. It was just a horrible, horrible day. And so for you that are listening that have suffered loss or you got loved ones or neighbors that have suffered loss, we want to pray for you. Uh, and uh, we just are thinking about you uh, as a hundred mile an hour plus winds came up on Thursday. We have had the driest six months up to that point. 
ever recorded along the Front Range, Denver up north. Uh, it's been very dry. Uh, we haven't had any snow, measurable snow. And all of a sudden, a fire started right along the foothills in Boulder, and the 100-mile-an-hour-plus winds just swept it. It was like a blowtorch. And I am so sorry for you who have lost homes, uh, lost uh, everything. People were out. Uh, people had to evacuate very quickly as the fire spread in a few hours. And we are praying for you, and we are thinking of you, and uh, we want to start to show by doing that. So, Father, I do pray for those in Boulder County, in Marshall, Superior, in Louisville that lost their homes, uh, that that lost everything, and are displaced right now. And, Lord, I, I just pray for your comfort and provision to come to them. And as the uh, rebuilding will begin, the recovery, going through, shifting through the ashes, uh, which has been very difficult because about six inches of snow came the day after, that, Lord, that you would just strengthen all those affected, uh, that you would be with those communities, uh, Lord, that they would know that uh, you desire to minister to them, uh, be with the churches that are there, uh, right there on the front lines. I pray for those at uh, Calvary, um, you know, Reach, and also uh, Calvary Chapel, Boulder Valley, uh, Nick, uh, that's helping uh, there in Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, and all the churches that are coming together to bring the gospel, to bring comfort, all those chaplains that are on the scene, uh, the community coming together. I pray that somehow you would be glorified, and Lord, that uh, your comfort would be received by those who need it. And Lord, it's so overwhelming as we see the things going on all around us. And even in the last month uh, in the Midwest, those who are listening uh, on Radio by Grace that uh, saw tornadoes go through their communities as they continue to clean out the rubble and, and rebuild. I just pray you be with them. And Lord, as we start a new year, we need you. We need you, um, your help in these perilous times that we are in, your strength, your guidance, your direction. And I pray that this show would bring encouragement to people as we start another year at Calvary Live and, Lord, that we would be a light because people are looking for the light. They just don't know where to find it in all the darkness. And we have the answer for them. So we just lift these things up to you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. So we're thinking of you guys down in Boulder County. And uh, love to pray with you if you need prayer. And um, and we're going to continue to pray for you and for our community uh, as we come together. And uh, also... I just want to welcome all those who are listening that are week delayed uh, as you're listening on on Truth and Hope FM, uh, Higher Rock Radio as well in Idaho. Uh, You can call in at that number, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. we got a couple open lines. Please call in. Let's talk about the things of the Lord. Let's pray for one another. Uh, I want to answer your questions that you might have, and let's just use this hour to be encouraging and uplifting and and talk about God's truth that is declared in this word. Text line is 720-336-0897. Again, my name is Jeff Figgs of Calvary Chapel Greeley in Northern Colorado with you. So I'd love to talk to you. Let's go to Ed in Texas. Ed, you're on. Welcome to the program, Ed. You're on Calvary Live. Hello? Ed, Ed, are you there? Uh, wrong person. This is Simon. Oh, Simon? 
Simon, you're on Calvary Live. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, really just wanting a prayer request for going through a custody battle right now for my stepdaughter. Okay. And I'm so sorry. I don't want to get too much into it because I don't know who listens to the radio or this channel because yeah. of court. But I know we've, been, we've gone through so many trials. Me and my wife just lost a two-month-year-old back in May. And that was used against her to try to get custody of our stepdaughter. And just it just seems like all these trials keep coming our way. And it's and it's so hard not to think about it each day that our baby girl's gone. And now we have another daughter that's they're trying to take away from us and we just mm-hmm. want prayer for her that we prevail in court and Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and I'm sorry you're going through such a difficult time. And Father, I pray for Simon. I just pray for him and his wife and the custody battle that that is going on. You know all the details. And Lord, it's so difficult. Um, It's so hard. I can't even express it. But Lord, you know exactly what they're going through and what they're feeling. And I just pray that you would work on their behalf. And, Lord, that you bring wisdom, that you bring a discernment, that, Lord, that you bring, um, Lord, just the strength that they need. We commit this all to you because you love their child um, more than anything and anyone. And, Lord, as they express their love for their child or children, that, Lord, that um, you would just help them during this time. And, Lord, to look to you and to find strength from you and instruction from you. So, Lord, we just pray for this custody battle. We just pray that, Lord, that um, that you would just bring peace, uh, peace uh, in this situation. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hey, we'll Amen. be praying for you, Simon. So sorry you're going through it. Thank you so much. You bet. Absolutely. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. So we got a couple open lines. Give me a call. Text line is 720-336-0897. We are here to pray with you. Uh, So many people going through difficulties and challenges. Maybe it's personal. Maybe uh, it's, you know, just financially. Maybe it's spiritually. We'd love to pray with you and be an encouragement to you as much as we can. Text line 720-336-0897. So you can text me. Uh, a prayer request or a question as well. In the meantime, as you're calling in, grab one of those open lines. We've got a couple of them. Let's go to uh, Pennsylvania. Tom's on line three. Tom? 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 Tom, are you there? From Grantfield, Pennsylvania. So he's gone. He said he saw something about a One World Religion headquarter. Do I know anything about it? Don't know anything about it that I've read. Uh, matter of fact, we just did a prophecy update on New Year's Eve. Uh, when we did the prophecy update, a lot of people listened in. We actually had a winter storm come in here in Greeley uh, that night, but some people came out. Uh, very popular uh, message. The message was the nation's raged. And we talked about how the world is moving towards everything that we're seeing right now is just a shadow of what is going to be the culmination of things, the birth pangs that will take place in the tribulation period. 
So we talked about the nations that will play a role in the end-time scenario. And uh, one of the things that we do know that's going to take place in the tribulation period, uh, Paul the Apostle talks about it, the book of Revelation declares it, is that there's going to be a one-world religion. It's going to be, first of all, in the first half of the tribulation period, supported by the Antichrist. And then it is going to be destroyed by the Antichrist, the woman riding the beast of Revelation chapter 17. Uh, it seems to get indication it's religious Babylon. Where is it going to be headquartered? Um, and some suggest, as you read it, that it's going to be headquartered out of Rome. It's going to be part of, as it is supported by the kings of the earth, um, that may be a part supported by that revived Roman Empire that will be on the scene that the Antichrist will come out of from Daniel chapter 7. And so there is going to be a false church. The Antichrist will destroy that false church because then, as Paul says in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, he will go into the rebuilt temple. Uh, they're going to rebuild the temple called the Tribulation Temple there in Jerusalem. He will proclaim himself as God to be worshipped as God. He alone wants to be worshipped because he's under direct influence of Satan himself, and then he will command the world to worship him. And so uh, that's what we see in the end-time scenario. Uh, so, you know, everything that we're seeing now, uh, the true church is going to be, I believe, raptured before the tribulation period. Then a false church will come on the scene. There will be believers that will come to Christ, we know, in the tribulation period as well. So all that uh, is going to be taking place. So um, that's what is uh, we see uh, coming together. What exactly entails in that one world religion uh, could be a coming together of the major religions of the world. There's all kinds of different thoughts and ideas on that, uh, but uh, we will be gone, the church, and then uh, we will see that come to rise. Hey, got any more questions? All open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. And so, so glad to be back with you. As many of you are going back to work, you're going back to school uh, as we start a new year, sometimes we can feel very anxious starting a new year. I know that a few people have told me that. So if you need prayer, love to pray with you. Uh, one of the things that I do want to encourage you, uh, I got a lot of questions on that prophecy update that I did on New Year's Eve, you can pull up the message at calvarychapelgreeley.org, O-R-G, and it is there for you to listen to. And then also, I did a series in December that is called Moving Forward in Difficult Days. And we talked about uh, how we can stay strong and courageous, be a godly example, uh, how we can run our race well is what we finished on Sunday, and then also the priority of the Word of God and prayer. And I think it will be great encouragement to you so you can listen to that series as well. We need to be encouraged in God's Word. And I want to remind you, I want to read to you uh, from Isaiah chapter 54, verse 10. This is the verse that the Lord really put on my heart, uh, especially when uh, we saw the fires taking place and we were watching it and take place and just um, it just in that place of prayer. And, and uh, the Lord uh, gave me chapter 54 of Isaiah, verse 10, for the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord 
who has mercy on you. We have the Lord, and he desires to just continue to work in our lives. And one of the messages that we spoke about on Christmas is we don't have to be afraid because Emmanuel, God, is with us. And to know that he has come to to bring forgiveness of sin, uh, the greatest need of any man or any woman. Hey, give me a call, 303-690-3000. Got a couple open lines. That's the call-in number, the text line, 720-336-0897. That's the text line. Let's go to Kagan and Thornton. Kagan? Yeah, can you hear me? I sure can. You're on the program. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I, I appreciate you guys doing this. Um, I just wanted to call because I've had – a lot of trials and tribulations in my life for a while now. Um, and it's all boiled down to sin and like my pride and, and not fully submitting to God. And, um, you know, quite recently I had a friendship slash relationship, uh, blow up in my face, uh, because I was trying to control things. I was having plans that I didn't bring God into. Um, and I just wasn't relying on God and, so, yeah, my heart is definitely hurting right now. I'm definitely going through it, working on the oil fields. So, like, that's been really tough, working nights on top of having heartache and, and going through this, like, one day at a time. Um, and I don't know. I think Lord, the Lord has, like, put it on my heart um, that I need to, like, forgive myself for my mistakes and mm. I need to forgive others because I do feel like I've built up some, like, resentment and some stuff like that due to fear and, and just... Uh, what the relationship looks like. So I just wanted to get a biblical perspective from you, biblical truth from you about like, what I can do to, to guide me, um, to, to be able to forgive myself, to forgive others, and to, uh, to fight sin in my life. Right. And honestly, like right now, I've been doing pretty good, actually. Like I, don't, I haven't like been sinning in the ways that I was before because I'm just going through it right now, which, I mean, I think God is like using my weakness to like really help me focus on him. Um, you know, he gives me peace and comfort and, and a lot of my days right now. And it just comes in waves where I'm like really hurting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does. Yeah. Kagan. And you know, one of the things is a couple issues here is, uh, one is just, uh, living for the Lord in sin. We talked a little bit about this on Sunday that, um, you know, Hebrews, I'm going to give you a couple verses here. This one deals with sin and, uh, we had the uh, message that I gave, running your race well. And there are certain things that will cause us to be weighed down, to be tangled up, and one of them is sin, and that's what it does. And that's why, you know, there's a better way of living. There's a, uh, the highway of holiness that he wants us to walk in because it's a better way of living. What sin does is it just... Uh, it's like Samson. Samson was involved in sin. He ended up being bound up. They plucked out his eyes, and then they put him on this, you know, pushing this big, huge grain wheel to grain, you know, to grind the grain. And that's what sin does. It just binds you. It grinds you. It just, uh, you know, blinds you. And it just entangles us as weighs us down. So the author of Hebrews says that uh, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, let us run with endurance the race set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So, Kagan, first of all, you are forgiven. As we come to Christ, as we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins 
and it cleanses us from all unrighteousness, but we want to stay away from sin. We want to lay it aside. Anything that weighs us down, uh, that could be a number of things. Um, and then lay aside sin. And then the key is look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And Paul was very good at reminding us of that. Um, as you forgive others, um, as you make that choice that I am called to forgive, sometimes the emotions can come, sometimes the resentment, those things. But forgiving others, particularly in situations where you were hurt or there was confusion, can be one of the hardest things to do. And we go to the Lord, we make that choice. Sometimes it's like, you know, day by day, bit by bit, over and over again, Lord, I choose to forgive, I choose to forgive, and help me not be resentful. Help me, Lord, to to forgive and move forward. It doesn't mean that relationships are always restored, but you're choosing to forgive so you can move forward. Paul the Apostle writes about that in the book of Philippians. And he was one that that he, because of his sin, he had a hard time, you know, well, he would express how it weighed on him. He said, I was a waster of the church. Paul the Apostle, of course, before he was converted, he killed Christians. He threw them in prison. He said, I was an insolent man. I was a violent man. I was a murderer of the church. I was a waster of the church. And so these things weighed on him. But one thing that he said, he writes in Philippians chapter 3, um, in verse 13, is that, Brethren, I don't count myself to apprehend, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal, the prize, the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So, Kagan, that's what I want to encourage you in, is that that it isn't like Paul saying, oh, I just forget it and I don't, Remember, he's he's saying that I'm not going to let these things hinder me anymore. And it's under the blood of Jesus. I put no confidence in the flesh, he said earlier in the chapter. And he put it under the blood of Jesus Christ. And he's going to move forward, he says, um, reaching forward to those things which are ahead towards the goal of the prize that we're calling God Jesus. And Kagan, that's what you are to do. You know, as you forgive others to keep you know, asking the Lord to heal your heart, not to be resentful. Lord, I want to move forward. And then to know that you are forgiven and don't let those things that that you have done as you move forward in Christ hinder you from moving forward. To keep moving forward in the Lord, put your hand to the plow and don't look back is what Jesus said. And keep running your race with endurance because you're setting aside Every weight that weighs you down, every sin that weighs you down, that entangles you, and you're looking unto Jesus. So you start putting these truths, these verses given to us together, and it's telling us that you keep running your race, you know, you keep moving forward, put it under the blood of Jesus, and let him do the healing in your heart that he needs to, to take the resentment out, and keep looking forward to the upward call of God in Christ Jesus, and he'll do that work in your heart and honor that. So I hope that's an encouragement to you, Kagan. Yeah, yeah. Is there any way I could ask? That is all really encouraging. And um, Yeah, I just need to... There's just like so much I can do, and I just would ask for prayer if that's okay. Yeah, um, absolutely. Okay. And one of, the, yeah. one, of the, one of the things, too, Kagan, that is sometimes I, I ask this a lot of people, 
and you may be doing this, is just make sure that you get in with a group of believers. I know the oil fields are hard to work in because here in Greeley, we have a number of guys that work in oil fields, and it's not mm-hmm. easy. It's it's not easy being out there, but we're thankful yes. for you guys. And be yes. it with a group of guys that you can pray with, that you can grow in, that will help you and encourage you. That is <clears throat> such a key and right. um, in life, and I hope that you find that. You're in Thornton, and I'm sure that you can find that uh, with some of the churches there. Yeah, I've got a lot of good people in my life. Um, good. They want to help me and stuff like that. And I just, uh, you know, I've I've caused harm to somebody that I love very much. And, you know, she doesn't want to talk to me and she doesn't want anything to do with me right now, which I respect. And uh, I know that, like, God is just showing me, like, and he's he's closing this door on on this right now because he wants me to work on a lot of things. Like, there's a lot of things I need to work on um, with my own personal defects of character and and stuff like that. And I need to have more trust in, in the Lord and yeah. and all of that you know so yep that's a good so good decision and, yeah good decision and to be the man of god that he's called you to be and and that's what he wants to do so father i pray for kagan i just pray that as he's called that you would be with him that you would guide him and lord he knows that he needs to uh just move forward and to grow in you in your word and in your love and in your grace I pray that um, that you'd help him just put aside any of the resentment and, um, and Lord, that he would know that he's forgiven, that he can move forward in your grace and in your love. And, Lord, that you would help him to uh, reach forward to those things which are ahead and towards the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus, to run his race with endurance, <clears throat> to set aside any weight, any sin that easily ensnares, looks to Jesus, and grows in his word. I pray that as he grows, that you'd help him be the man of God that you've called him to be, a man of the word, a man of honesty and integrity, um, of godly character, because that's what you want to do. And, Lord, that even as he hurts in a relationship that um, is severed right now, that, Lord, that uh, you're the one um, that wants to work in his life, and, Lord, you love him, and you want to do what's the very best for him. So I just commit him to you that you would work and strengthen him and grow him in every way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, thank okay. you, thank you. You bet, Kagan. Keep moving forward, okay? Yes, sir. God bless you. You too. Thanks for calling. Hey, we got all open lines, so I'd love to hear from you. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number to text line 720-336-0897. Pray you're doing well as we open up a new year, 2022. Uh, it's hard to believe. Last year went by so fast. and uh, But we're here to pray for you. We're here to answer your questions. So we got all open lines right now. We're getting ready to go to the break. And uh, so uh grab one of those open lines and and looking forward to talking with you and just encouraging you in every way that we can and you know the new year we talk about uh things that are new and we have you know new year's resolutions and all those things and what my prayer is is that we would uh just have a heart that says i want to know you more lord i want to grow in your word i want to grow in your grace and uh to be one that, as we talk about running the race, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 
Paul talks about running the race to win the prize for an imperishable crown. And all those who run are, are, you know, are temperate. That is that there's discipline that takes place. There are certain things that we can do that will help us uh, as we move forward in our journey in life. And that is that be in fellowship, find a good church, a good Bible believing church that you have devotions, that you're reading your Bible every day, being a man or woman of prayer, and you're going to see the Lord working and drawing you close to him. And as you do these things, uh, you're going to see your faith growing. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. But just staying close to the Lord and drawing close to him, that's what he wants to do. Hey, we got a couple open lines, so we're going to go to break. It's the only break of the show. So I'd love for you to grab one of those open lines, 303-690-3000, text line 720-336-0897. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Biggs of Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado here up in Weld County. So glad to be with you. And and uh, on this Tuesday afternoon, I want to welcome all those who are listening live on Grace FM all along the Front Range of Colorado up into southern Wyoming. Also, uh, just want to welcome those who are listening live by Radio by Grace all throughout the country on a number of radio stations, I believe over 70. And then also those of you who are listening on Hope and Truth FM, you're a week delayed, but you get to call in. You've been a part of Calvary Life for the last couple of years. You get to call in, we'll have our conversation, and then you can listen to uh, the broadcast next week. This is a week's delay. That's same with you, Higher Rock Radio as well. And uh, so welcome, everyone. Looking forward to another year of Calvary Live. Matter of fact, it was just about seven years ago that I had the privilege to start hosting Calvary Live at certain times. And I'll uh, schedule to be with you on Mondays and Tuesdays. Such a privilege. So give me a call. we got a couple open lines. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And the text line is 720 0897, so you can call in with your questions and prayer requests. And uh, let's talk about the things of the Lord. Uh, looking so forward to um, being with you this year, being with you um, as we together are running our race. That seems to be kind of a theme in the first half of the show. And uh, we all got a race to run, so let's run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. In the meantime, as we got a couple open lines, love for you to grab one of those open lines. Let's go to Don in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. Don, welcome yeah, welcome to Calvary me? Live. Yeah, I sure can. Welcome to Calvary Live. Hey, I have a question for you. Um, it's related to the rapture, and I... I believe that the, the Bible supports a pre-tribulation rapture and that um, the dead in Christ are, ris- are risen first and those that are alive will be caught up in the air. question that I have, will the Old Testament believers be raptured during this time or is it only the church? 
That's a good question, and it's a question that comes up a lot because when we talk about the rapture of the church, we're talking about the resurrection, and a lot of people get confused about the resurrection because the resurrection includes um, those, you know, uh, as Paul writes about in First Corinthians chapter 15, that which is corruptible but will be raised incorruptible. Um, and then he says, not all of us shall sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. So we know that the dead in Christ, as you read from First Thessalonians chapter 4, will rise first, and that is the church. So Paul's talking to the church as he's writing that letter, and then there's going to be a generation of Christians who are alive. We who are alive and remain will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Now, when he talks about the resurrection in 1 Corinthians 15, he says Christ is the first fruits, and then each in its own time. So as you look at uh, the resurrection, there is the rapture of the church um, as the uh, Old Test or the new the the church, the saints from the time of Christ forward, um, that they will get their new heavenly bodies. We do know, just for clarity of those who may be listening, that when we close our eyes and breathe our last, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So we go home to be with the Lord. But then at the rapture, they we get our new heavenly bodies. The dead in Christ will rise first, the graves will be opened up, and then a generation of Christians that are alive will meet the Lord in the air, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. But it seems like, Don, that uh, I'm going to read to you from Daniel chapter 12, that the Old Testament saints are going to be uh, resurrected uh, at the end of the tribulation period. And I'll read it to you. At that time, Michael shall stand up. This is Daniel chapter 12. The great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation. So he, he's speaking about the tribulation period. And at that time, your people shall be delivered, everyone who is found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to everlasting contempt. So the indication is given that the Old Testament saints are going to be resurrected at the end of the tribulation period. Um, and that's when their resurrection is going to take place. So the rapture of the church um, in First Thessalonians chapter 4 deals with the church, and then the Old Testament saints at the end of the tribulation period. And then, of course, there's those who go through the millennium reign that they're going to have to get their new heavenly bodies eventually, and, and they will uh, also... Uh, that'll take place at the end of the millennial reign. And that's all part of what is called the first resurrection. And then the second resurrection is after the millennium reign at the great white throne judgment, uh, that as the heavens and earth dissolve as we know it, then the great white throne judgment is the unrighteous dead. They will be standing before the great white throne judgment, and they will be cast into the lake of fire. So that's kind of each will be raised in its own order, kind of a, um, the order of how the resurrection is going to take place. I guess that, that makes total sense. Well, I guess where I get kind of confused in the transfiguration, um, those, those saints um, had bodily form, and, you know, John, Peter, and Matthew recognized them. Right. So I don't know how they got to where they're, they, they were at. 
Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the Mount of Transfiguration is Jesus is talking with Moses and Elijah. And, you know, where they, they recognized them. We don't know everything about the resurrection. After Jesus, you know, resurrection, his bodily resurrection from the tomb, he was recognizable. Sometimes he was unrecognizable sometimes. Um, but Elijah and Moses, um, was it their resurrected, you know, bodies? Um, you know, that's that's the interesting question there. They could see them. Was it just their spirit that they saw? I, I don't know. That's something I never really considered, but that's a good observation that you just made. And um, and then, of course, they were talking about Jesus' departure. And also, here's the interesting thing, too, that you can study on, Don, is in Revelation chapter uh, 11, it speaks of the two witnesses. And the two witnesses that will be on the scene, many Bible scholars of end-time prophecy believe that's going to be who? Is going to be Elijah and Moses. Now, Elijah, he never died, did he? He was taken up in a whirlwind. And then Moses, it's interesting in the book of Jude, it says that Satan and Michael the archangel were contending over the body of Moses. Uh, and you think, what was that all about? Well, was Moses' body needed for being part of the two witnesses? So you look at all these things, and it's very interesting, isn't it? beauty of it yeah god's word is so good so the resurrection is an incredible truth that we have um and you know i think people get a little bit confused and i don't fully understand everything but i do know this that we're going to have new heavenly bodies um at the rapture of the church those of us who are believers in christ and will last for all eternity i hope i'm one of the the part of the generation that's alive and we get to meet the Lord in the air. That's what I'm praying for. Yes, and the way that the world's going right now, don't be surprised if we're not. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, thanks thanks for calling. Hey, Appreciate it, you. Don. God bless you. You bet. You bet. Always good to hear from you guys from Tennessee and uh, on the East Coast. Give me a call as you're listening in. Uh, as you get to listen in live now, that's pretty recent that uh, that technology has been put in place where those of you radio by grace all throughout the South and Texas. And uh, was just talking to somebody on Sunday from Texas. So excited to hear that Calvary live is, uh, you know, broadcasting live down in Texas, uh, Louisiana, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, um, all up in Tennessee, Kentucky. Uh, we're still praying for you guys in Kentucky. And, um, and so, uh, you know, you guys in Kentucky that just a month ago, a uh, little less than a month ago, the tornadoes, that outbreak that went through Arkansas and Kentucky and Tennessee and, and such loss. Uh, it really is perilous times. It's difficult times. And then we see what happened with the fires here in Boulder counties. Be praying for us. We're going to be praying for you guys. Uh, but, you know, one of the things that I was thinking about uh, that uh, I was uh, just pondering this, that as we live in uncertain times, uh, as we live in difficult times, we hear about COVID. Uh, COVID is, uh, you know, the, the Omicron is, is rampant. It's spreading very quickly. Uh, we're very tired. We're going on two years with this uh, pandemic and COVID and everything that goes on. 
But I, I just want to encourage you that the Lord is with us and the gospel is going to go forth. The gospel is going to go forth uh, through all, all the things that we go through, all the difficulties, and to know that God has a wonderful plan, that he's on the throne, that he's in control. And that was part of uh, the message that I gave on New Year's Eve in the Prophecy Update. And so we want to be here to pray for you. We want to encourage you in every way that we can uh, here on Calvary Live. So give us a call. we got open lines, 303-690-3000 is the calling number, and the text line is 720-336-0897. I think more than ever, in a, and maybe this is just a time to encourage you that are listening, more than ever that people are looking to the light in all the darkness. They just don't know where to find it. They don't know where to find it. And we have light to give to them and truth to give to them. And and I pray that we would be used in the day in which we are in. There's a lot of distractions out there. There's a lot of things that can cause us to be anxious and nervous and um, fearful. And the world's very good about putting fear into us, the enemy as well. But the message, again, for Christmas that uh, we just really reiterated is you don't have to be afraid. Uh, you don't have to be afraid because Emmanuel, God, is with us, and he will establish us, and he has a wonderful plan for us, and then also to know that we are forgiven of sin and we belong to him. All open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. So text me a question. I'm going to go to the text line, and here's a question that uh, says, uh, and ask, is COVID a sign of the rapture of the church? And here's the thing to remember, that we see the the shadows of things that will be a reality um, in the tribulation period. Jesus called them the birth pangs. He did talk about there'll be pestilence and famines, and we know that pestilence will be a part of the tribulation period. Matter of fact, pestilence are mentioned, I believe, 13 times in the book of Revelation, it is mentioned in the book of Ezekiel, uh, in Ezekiel 38, when that confederation of nations comes against Israel, and then God will send fire upon uh, those invading armies and also use pestilence as well. I find that interesting that oftentimes that gets missed uh, when we study that text. But pestilence, um, right now the COVID, uh, I don't believe um, that God sent COVID, but I believe that he will use it to, number one, to draw us closer to him. I think he's used COVID for a couple ways, of, and that is to shake the church up and to, you know, really expose where we're at as a church and to call us to get our hearts and our minds on him, to be a light in these last days. But here's the thing to remember about the rapture of the church. The rapture of the church is a signless event. There are no prophecies. There are no signs that have to be fulfilled for the rapture of the church to happen. And Jesus was very, very clear about that as he says that I come when you least expect, that you be watching, that you be waiting, that you be the wise servant that's looking for the master's return because I come at a time that you do not know. And so... um you know, it's a signless event. It can happen at any moment. We don't know the day or the hour, but as we're seeing the birth pangs happen, as we see the events around us that point to the, uh, the second coming of Jesus Christ, we know 
that we are getting closer and closer to the rapture of the church. So uh, be looking to him. Be looking for the return of the Lord. The Bible speaks of the imminent return of the Lord. And as we do, he who has this hope, that is, as we see him, we will be like him, as John writes in his epistle, uh, we shall, uh, he who has that hope, purifies himself, is what John goes on to write. In other words, if we are looking every day to the Lord, because one of the things that I think that as we've seen going through not only the pandemic, but all the tragedies, all the difficulties, the tornadoes in the Midwest, um, you know, the violence that we see in the cities, tomorrow isn't promised to any of us. And and the Lord can come back for us. So keep your eyes on the Lord and keep your eyes on the living hope that is before us and be a light in the days in which we are living in. Um, and the Lord wants to use us. And the way to be strong and courageous, as Joshua was told, is that you meditate on the Word of God day and night, and you will be successful and prosperous in the best sense of the Word. And that is something that, um, you know, the best sense of the definition of being successful and prosperous is knowing the Word of God and meditating on it and staying close to Him and walking in the Spirit, and running your race with endurance, all those things that we've talked about. All open lines still. Give me a call. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. A couple of things, too, as we start the beginning of the year, is that here at Calvary Greeley, we are going to be finishing the last two chapters of Matthew, and then uh, we will do a study in the book of Daniel. So we're looking very much forward to that. And then also it was, I'm just very thankful to the Lord. And I want to encourage you with this because it was 26 years ago today that my wife and I uh, loaded up two small kids and we moved up to Greeley to start the church. And it was a venture of faith. We had no idea what was going on, what was going to happen. Uh, we were new to ministry uh, we we didn't go to seminary or take, you know, classes on how to plan a church. We just came up, and what we had was a Bible, and I bought a cheap guitar, about $300 guitar, and bought a stool at a hardware store, and that's what we started with. And God has been so good, and he's been so faithful. It hasn't always been easy, but we've seen his faithfulness, and we're very grateful that we've had the opportunity the pastor of this church for the last 26 years, uh, to watch God work, to be in this community, to be a part of the community. And I want to encourage you in that because the Lord wants to just, you know, show his faithfulness to you. And there are times where um, we, you know, really wrestled and, and gone through the trials and difficulties, but he's always been faithful to us and he's going to be faithful to you. And so keep moving forward. Uh, put your hand to the plow. You know, Jesus said, don't look back. Keep pressing forward to the upward call of God in Christ Jesus for the prize that is ahead for you. And watch his faithfulness and um, and see him working in your life. And it's so wonderful. And be in a church, in a good Bible-believing church. Be with a group of believers. Keep studying the Word and know that God, he wants to use you. And maybe in this new year, he is putting some things on your heart. and you know, move forward in those things and let the Lord do just exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. So 
uh, just some encouragement as we start the new year. Uh, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Got a couple open lines. 720-336-0897 is the text line. Let's go to Sharon in Longmont. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Pastor Jeff. Um, I have a question for you. I've called before because I'm I'm reading, uh, well, I did Revelation, and now I'm in Ezekiel. But I'm finding that I'm I'm not sure what order I should go in with the major prophets. If I should go, because I am looking more like the prophecy piece. Uh, I'm in Isaiah or Ezekiel now, and I was thinking I'd go to Daniel and then to Isaiah. But the more I think about it, I'm like, am I doing it the right way? Is there a right order that I should be going in? No, there there isn't a right way order. If you want to go more of in a chronological way. Isaiah came on the scene, you know, before Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel. So as you go through Isaiah, and Isaiah is an incredible book. Uh, It's a longer book, 66 chapters. But Isaiah is ministering. uh, He came on the scene during the time of Uzziah when he was king. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. And he would hear the the voice of the Lord, who shall I send? And Isaiah said, send me. So he began his ministry somewhere in there, 740 B.C., and there ministered for 40 years. And then about 60 years after that, Jeremiah comes on the scene. Jeremiah comes on the scene during the reign of Josiah, who was the last of the godly kings in Judah. And uh, he ministers for the next 40 to 50 years. He's in Jerusalem ministering at the time Ezekiel that you just read went off into captivity, right? He's in Babylon. Uh, Ezekiel is there. Um, he There was three deport, deportations. 605 B.C., Daniel's taken off to Babylon as a young man, 17 years old. 597 B.C., Ezekiel's taken off. Uh, he's prophesying. And then Jeremiah is in Jerusalem prophesying. So, you know, Isaiah chronologically comes first, and, you know, we just got through in our midweek going through Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and now we're going through the minor prophets, and the minor prophets come on different times uh, on the scene when, you know, uh, the house of Israel was still in existence and the house of Judah speaking judgment. And so there's kind of a chronological order that helps you. Uh, in studying it and kind of keeping everything clear. It kind of helps me a little bit uh, keep the history together, all that's going on, the historical perspective, everything. Um, So, you know, you might think about that, but there's no right way. If you study the book of Daniel, you're going to be blessed. If you study the book of Jeremiah, you're going to be blessed or the book of Isaiah. So hopefully that helps. See, I should have asked you this when I called you a couple weeks ago after I got done with Revelation. Um, okay, so the other question. So, uh, so Sharon, am, Sharon, yeah. are you are you saying you read the book of Ezekiel in just a couple of weeks? That's pretty no. good. So I commend <laughs> no, you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I called a couple of weeks ago before I started this. Actually, it's been three weeks I've been going. Uh, but I had done the book of Revelation. And yeah. I called with a question about that. So now I'm I'm trudging through, and I shouldn't say trudging, but there's a lot, yeah. a lot of stuff in the Ezekiel, and I'm just my mind is just going yeah. 
nuts, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna push through it. I'm gonna push through yeah. it because I thought, well, do Good. I need to read the whole the whole book, or can I just stop now and you know, chapter twenty six? Um, yeah. But the other question, I I am it really does help me to have the historical all the history, you know, what was yeah. going on at the time. Um, of course, you know the the kings that were in there. I know about. Nebuchadnezzar, and I, I know all those things, but is there a uh, reference book or something that you could suggest me getting a hold of at the library or someplace that would give me more of the historical pr- perspective? I think a chronological study, because what you're doing is you, you got the books of the prophets, and it's also good to read those historical books, which you're talking you know, first and second kings, first and second chronicles, the different kings that were on the scene and what was taking place during that time. And so those are studies that you might look at and it kind of helps you put the historical perspective. It helps. It helps when you study the major and minor prophets, what was going on during those reigns? Because, you know, Ezekiel starts out telling you um, when he was on the scene, Jeremiah from the time of Josiah, um, and uh, clear up until the time that they would go off while well, Jerusalem was destroyed um, in 586 B.C. So you kind of get an idea of what's going on. And so like a chronological Bible uh, would help you in that, studies in those books. We got all that online. Uh, matter of fact, we just got done with Ezekiel not long ago, and it's on our website and where I give you know a lot of historical background the other thing, too, is like for Daniel, for those who may be listening, is Daniel's called the forerunner to the book of Revelation, and it really helps us to understand Revelation, uh, and we don't have to do it this way, when we, but when we have a good understanding of Daniel in uh, his prophecy. So I think, Sharon, what I'm saying to you is keep studying. It'll start coming together, and you're doing the right thing, and uh, keep learning and keep growing. And it's a lot of history. It's a lot of books that are there, but it starts to come together and you start making the connections. And um, it's just wonderful to keep studying the scriptures. You're doing great. Well, thank you. And I, I am, like I said, I, I am sometimes overwhelmed by everything, but then I, I keep thinking, no, this is this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I, I, yeah. I did listen to uh, some of your teaching on um, Isaiah. In fact, I I thought that was one of the things that I would do is is go into your website, and yeah. I'm assuming there's like I'm not sure how you've got it set up if it's um, auditory or if you have like visual aids or how you do that. Yeah, it's just mostly auditory is what it is, um, but I give a lot of references and and um, and I say it. There's a lot of studies. I forgot how long it took me to go through those 66 chapters. But then Sharon, I went to Peru in October, and I taught the Book of Isaiah in nine days to the students, wow. um, all, all sixty-six chapters. So, mm. um, but anyway, yeah, you can pull those up, and there's other resources. Blue Letter Bible is a good resource. Um, also, Enduring Word with um, uh, David Guzak is a good reference. There's so many good references out there. Good solid Bible studying. Um, and 
those are two that I would recommend right right off the top. Uh, there's others, uh, but go to Boo Letter Bible. There's some Bible studies there. And then also David Guzik, Enduring Word, is a good commentary online that, that will help you as well as you go through it. Okay, very good. I'm writing all this down. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it, and um, I I've really enjoyed uh, listening to your um, teaching. Uh, uh, you know, uh, twice. If I if I get miss something in the morning, I listen to it in the afternoon, and I really like good. that. And then good. also just listening to you on the radio, also. So thank good. you very good. much, and God bless you. Thank you, Sharon. Stay in touch. Let me know how it's all going. So, hey, 303. Well, I think we're at the end of the show, actually. So we only got about 90 seconds left. I just want to, again, wish everybody a happy new year. We're going to go through this year together and uh, hope you can join us on Calvary Live. Calvary Live will be back tomorrow at the same time. I know we did some encore uh, last week. We usually do that uh, between Christmas and New Year's. But we're back with you. We're excited about this radio program. Be sure to just continue to support your local radio Christian station, Grace FM. If you're listening on Hope or Truth FM or Radio by Grace, support them because it's so needed. Have a voice of truth out there over the airwaves. And uh, and it's, it's so wonderful to just have that uh, in your life. So um, Calvary Live will be back tomorrow, same time. And... So tune in and um, and looking forward to being with you in 2022. God bless you and have a great evening. Keep your eyes on the Lord. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.